Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Repent, do the first things, chase her. What about your relationship with the Lord? What did you do in the beginning? You know, when you first actually met Jesus. Now listen, to some of you, this is going to be like Greek. I don't understand what you're saying, Pastor. Well, that's because you've not met him yet. You've not met him. You're still in that place where you know a lot about him, but you don't know him. Because if you know him, you know what I'm talking about. Because when you meet the brightness of God's glory in human form, He changes everything. Have you truly encountered Jesus? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that when we become lukewarm in our walk with Jesus, we need to press in and seek Him like we did in the beginning. We need to not just know about Him, we need to have a relationship with Him, which changes everything. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 2 with today's message. She's not going anywhere. She's mine. But I don't know how to fix this. This is crazy. What do I do with this? She was exactly right. But it took me years to figure out that she was actually right. She was just reacting to me. All of my attention had shifted away from her. And now it was on the tent cities down in Homestead, Florida City. And, and I'm like, it, it's legitimate. These people have lost everything. I mean, their lives are in chaos. And I mean, you know, don't you understand? These people need my help. And what I didn't hear was what she was saying is, don't you understand? I need you. Don't you understand? I didn't understand. Everything shifted. But listen, listen to me. See, that's how we drift. That's how we drift. The beautiful thing is that the recipe works. Gentlemen, it's on us. What happens? You repent and do the first. It's okay. I'm still up here. It'll be all right. Repent. Make a U-turn. Do the first works. It's not saying to you, feel what you felt in the beginning. You know what? I've met a lot of married couples that just, just wasn't their reality. It just wasn't their reality. And that's when a lot of divorces happen because they, you know, well, I no longer love her. Listen, that's garbage. That's all emotion. That's emotion. Emotion comes and goes. It goes for a while. It comes back. Trust me. There's an extended season in my marriage to my wife when she didn't love me very much. Why not? Because I was an idiot. I brutalized her verbally. I was impatient with her. I was demanding of her. She wasn't feeling it like, you know what I'm saying? Like she did when I was chasing her, when everything was about her. When my every wake, when I was dreaming about her at night, waking up, thinking about her in the morning. No, when, when that stopped, 
her emotions kind of, you know, they began to chill a little. They began to cool a little. So did mine. So did mine. Now, today, as I've told you before, honestly, she's my best friend. Best friend. We have such depth of relationship, such a romance. I mean, it's back to me, you know, it's like I built some stuff into the iPad here to make sure that I chase her. I need to chase her because she needs to be chased. In the same way, guys, repent, do the first things, chase her. What about your relationship with the Lord? What did you do in the beginning? You know, when you first actually met Jesus. Now listen, to some of you, this is going to be like Greek. I don't understand what you're saying, Pastor. Well, that's because you've not met him yet. You've not met him. You're still in that place where you know a lot about him, but you don't know him. Because if you know him, you know what I'm talking about. Because when you meet the brightness of God's glory in human form, he changes everything. He took over my life. I don't mean like against my will. I mean, all of a sudden, he was all I could think about. He was all I could think about. From one day to the next, I realized who he is and what he's done. He, he, you mean he loves me that much? He died for me? He wants to teach me? He wants to lead me? He wants to change me? And all of a sudden, it was all I could think about. And I wanted to know him. I wanted to get to know him. I wanted to spend every waking minute with him. It affected my job. It affected everything. Because all I could think about was him. Taking my Bible to work with me, you know, reading my Bible on my lunch break. Talk, I put a lapel pin on my jacket, you know, then that wasn't enough, so I put another one. I got one for both sides. You know, I got a cross over here, a dove over here, or, or no, I love Jesus, I think was the one on one side and the cross on the other. Do you understand what I'm saying? I wanted everybody to know. Now, I'm kind of shy, so I had to do stuff to provoke conversations, and that's with the bumper stickers and the, thing, the lapel pins, which sometimes got me in trouble. One lady chewed me out because I was rude to her, and I'm wearing an I love Jesus pen. Accountability is a good thing. It was all I could think about. When I got off work at night, instead of going to the bar like I had always done, no, I went to the grocery store and bought myself some cheese crackers, you know, some snack stuff, and went home curled up in the middle of my living room floor with my Bible and worship music because I wanted to know him. Just do the first things, he says. We want our emotion to change before our actions change. That's not how humans work. That's not our... See, I'll prove it to you. Again, what is it that we say with marriages? Oh, I don't love her anymore. I don't care. That's irrelevant. If you married her, he says, repent. Do the first works. Do the first thing. If you'll do the things you did in the beginning, those emotions you had back then, they'll kick in again. They'll kick in again. They will. Listen, I've been this honest before, but you need to hear this. And please don't think less of me. Jesus is still working in me. There, I reached a point where I was actually very much out of love with my wife. I was pastoring the church. We'd been married about two years. And I didn't love her anymore. I was, I was almost in a panic because I'm like, I've married this woman. I have to spend the rest of my life with her. God, you got to do something here. And he reminded me and said, no, you have to do something. You have to do something, Robert. This is on you. Go back and do what you did in the beginning. And the emotions, they correct themselves. They get in line with your will. They get in line with your actions. That's true in your relationship with Jesus too. You're not feeling it. You don't have the intimacy anymore. Well, then go back and do what you did in the beginning. 
Start talking to other people about Jesus. Push yourself. Invite them to church. Even if you know they're going to say no. You know, the, the guy that's the pastor up at Calvary Chapel in, in Hollywood, that was his story. You know, a bunch of guys, we were doing models for Christ down here. And a bunch of the guys kept inviting him to church until finally one day after saying no repeatedly, one day he said yes. It's amazing how often that happened. But see, what this passage is doing is it's linking our drifting to neglect. We neglect this great salvation, which we're going to talk more about next week. But we we neglect it. Stop neglecting your salvation, you'll stop drifting. Stop neglecting your wife or your husband. If he won't lead, ladies, and you do it. Did you hear that? I hammered the guys pretty good, right? Ladies, hammered the guys pretty good. If he won't lead, then you do it. It's his responsibility, but you're just as capable. If he won't lead, then you do it. Stop neglecting him. Look at this again. Hebrews 2, verse 1. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we've heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Which at the first, in other words, from the beginning, was spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who've heard him. God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. Christian, if you've been drifting, turn around. If you've been drifting, turn around. Do what you did in the beginning. Give more earnest heed to the things you've heard. Go back to the Bible. Dig into it, whether you feel it or not. Now, I've been applying all this to Christians because I believe it's a valid application of the passage. But this was written to a bunch of Jewish people who I don't think they had a relationship with the Lord yet. Again, I think they knew about him, and I think they had come to believe he's the Messiah, but they didn't know him. So bear with me just a couple more minutes, because this warning seems to have been given to people who knew a lot about God. They knew about Jesus, but they didn't know Jesus. And I believe that's some of you. See, they'd heard the gospel preached, but they'd continue to, to offer their own sacrifices. They hadn't put their trust in Jesus to forgive their sins. They're trying to somehow impress God, earn their way into his good graces. They were neglecting this great salvation that he provided drifting slowly but surely right past the only way provided by God by which human beings can escape the judgment. Now, anytime I say that, I'm expecting backlash because I usually get it from somebody. Oh, there's that narrow-minded, Jesus is the only way stuff again. You know, I've got to become a Christian if I want to go to heaven. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more. But we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within... Uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia. So she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio, teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.